Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. This is Dan Walshman. I am so excited to be back on the mic, back talking to you. It's been a busy last seven to 10 days. A lot of prep work, getting ready for Awesome Palooza. As you know, this is the podcast for driven people with clear goals who want to be their best self. From time to time, I hop on the mic. I try to do it regularly. Have podcasts, multiple podcasts coming out each week where we can talk about small ways to level up your life. I want to spend a few minutes talking about a subject that I was just kind of spitballing with a friend the other day. Uh, and it has to do with this idea of how to make other people awesome. And a mix of kindness and maybe a touch of politics. I was sharing with a close friend of mine how I was raised by very conservative parents. You probably heard the story 7, 10, 27 times if you've been in my world recently. What you may not know is that I spent a, a number of years in Mexico doing missionary work from the time I was in sixth or seventh grade to uh, my first year in college, university. I would go to Mexico and help with missionary work there. And again, it was light missionary work. I don't want to pretend like I was doing any heavy lifting, Mother Teresa sort of things. I would pass out rice and beans and we would give out sometimes New Testaments or other kind of motivational religious literature and just work with people on things that were inspiring. And a uh, part of that whole process, part of, you know, that whole uh, mission was I began to notice how kind and generous the people were that were doing this work. I mean, literally, literally, they would pack everything into a, a vehicle uh, usually a, a large bus has been modified, you know, they take the seats out, they put benches in, put ovens in there and do all kinds of things. And they would, they would normally travel two or three days in, inland into Mexico, usually in, uh, the, I think it's the state or the region of Tuawa, Guatemala. And they would then spend the time, they would set up each day, they'd pass out food and supplies, they'd pass out, uh, you know, Christian literature. And, and then they would usually, you know, my job was to kind of like be a jack of all trades and help people get fresh water. I would, I would help, you know, play with kids. I would kind of round up people in a, in a village and say, you know, come over here. We're, we're giving away free things. It's kind of just doing a lot of different things. I began to notice though this pattern of, of kindness and empathy transcending, uh, language or culture. What was interesting was I was a very, very, very poor speaker of Spanish. <laughs> Still am. I speak it. I spoke a lot better than I do now. A very, very, very poor Spanish-speaking individual. What I began to notice though was, with you know, handing out you know, rice and beans, doing these kind of very generous things, I didn't need uh, to be fluent. People could understand what a smile was, right? People under, can understand what empathy feels like. It comes off you. In today's political climate, almost every day there's some bit of nauseating news that stems from kind of the, you know, the highest political seats in our country. And um, I wrestle with two things, and I actually don't wrestle with it at all. I'll just tell you what I think, and you can agree with me or disagree with me. Part of me uh, was raised to uh, kind of win at all costs. 
And here's what I mean by that. I was told as I was growing up, love Jesus, but work as hard as you can and don't let anything get in your way from being successful. Uh, I don't know that anyone ever said to me, ever, when it all costs. It was never, never needed to be said. It was implied. It was understood. You're going to work your butt off until you get to where you want to be. Nothing is going to hold you back from success. At least not the fact that you haven't put in enough effort. You know, you might lose out to a better player. You might lose out to someone who's more of a champion than you. But, you know, nothing is going to stop you from being successful. At least not you. But recently, it feels like winning isn't really winning, does it? Especially when you're on the other side of somebody who lacks empathy, someone who lacks feeling and kindness. Now, I don't want to get into a political discussion because we'll go off the rails and probably no longer be friends, and that's not necessary. One of the things I've, I've begun to notice is that any of our political discussions quickly devolve into, yeah, but this, yeah, but that. Two years ago, this person did this. Seven years ago, this person did that. Three days ago, this person did this. And if they did that, then I can do this. And does it really matter? Because the undertone behind all of this discussion is really this. I'm winning. It doesn't matter how I'm winning. I'm winning. You are losing. Therefore, I must be right and you must be wrong. And of course, I'm borrowing words and I'm summarizing and Surely I've added you know, some Dan Walshman interpretation to this entire discussion. But the larger point is this. The only thing that stems the tide of this perpetual nonsense that we seem to keep falling into is empathy. Because logic isn't going to work. In fact, I've got very close friends who I think are completely illogical. And on some things, they would agree that I'm, or they would say the opposite, that I'm illogical. I've got family members who I adamantly disagree with on certain topics, who equally are adamant in disagreement with me over opposite topics. But I don't have to hate people, and I don't have to harm people. And by the way, just because you haven't shot somebody in a Jewish synagogue or a Southern Baptist church, doesn't make it right for you to lack empathy. It doesn't make it okay for you to not care and to not give and to not show value to other people. It just it doesn't make sense. You're not better than somebody because you haven't shot them when you're destroying them every day with your words, when you haven't stopped to encourage somebody with your kindness. Now, I'm not, sure, I'm not trying to create a parallel between murderers and crazy people who send bombs and those of us who lack empathy. But I'll make this observation. I'll make this observation. The person who said sticks and stones break my bones but words will never hurt me was basically well, flat out wrong. I was going to say an idiot, but then I'm doing a podcast on empathy, so I should probably not call names. Well, it's just dead wrong. Absolutely. Unequivocally wrong. See, words do hurt. And if you're one of those persons who's like, you can say whatever you want about me, it won't bother me. I'm just going to tell you, you're lying because words will hurt you. And it may not, maybe words from me won't hurt you or words from the person you work with won't hurt you, but words from 
another woman or another man that you're in love with can hurt you almost definitely words from somebody that you respect who doesn't like you or doesn't respect you oh yeah that'll definitely hurt you and to throw around these kind of broad colloquialisms like you know it's just words belies the honesty behind the discussion that is most important here which is this which is this kindness is what cures all of this empathy so it cures all of this. It's not some mystery how do we solve our problems. It's not some mystery how we grow revenue in our companies. It's not some mystery that we just don't know what to do. We don't know who to be. We don't know how to act. We don't know what breakthrough looks like or feels like. In truth, here's the truth. The truth is this, that if you want to help other people be awesome, then it's on you and me to be empathetic. It's on us to be kind. It's on us to show that winning isn't winning if you have to step on the backs of other people to get there. It's just not. It's something else. It's something else. It doesn't matter at all what you've achieved if how you've achieved it lacks honor and dignity. Can I say that again? It doesn't matter if you've won if how you've won lacks honor and dignity. Let's talk about the flip side of all of this. Let's talk about hate. Let's talk about rage. Let's talk about what enables a grand comeback. doesn't matter where you are in life, you're going to fail. You're going to have times where you feel like a complete idiot. Happens to everyone. The, the thing, the quality, the component, the element that allows you to achieve greatness in spite of your failures is simply this your ability to channel your rage and disappointment not into hurting other people but in working harder and in demanding more of yourself in refusing to make excuses and driving yourself forward in an, at an unrelenting pace with unrelenting resolve so, how do we do that? First, when we have these moments where the bottom drops off and it out and it feels like success is never going to happen, it's reminding ourselves that life isn't especially unfair to us, any one of us. One of the things that I've uncovered as I've you know, had a thousand plus stories from the book, interviews, just in my reading, that bad things happen to good people all the time. In 2015, Richard Desmond, he's a UK businessman, he released his autobiography and I started writing a story. He was basically uh, the equivalent at one time, at one time, of uh, kind of our, like our playboy. He had a kind of a, a classy, you could call that, triple X kind of media empire. And when he was growing up in London, he was basically born to a, a, a pretty wealthy, pretty okay family. But in his early teens, his father had an, had an accident and became deaf. And for some reason, his family was ostracized, went from very rich to very poor. And he went from this, this beautiful house, this beautiful mansion, to a house that, that was cold. And, and, and inside him boiled up this energy this willingness to do hard things simply because of how he was treated. 
what was going on around him and to him. When I think of stories like that, I think about the opportunity to showcase your awesomeness. I think about how life serves up these moments that just test us and push us and challenge us to define and to declare to the world who we are. Are we whiners? Are we losers? Are we people who make excuses? Are we unequivocally committed to awesomeness? Awesomeness at any cost, awesomeness for any reason, just straight up awesomeness. I'd leave you with a simple thought. It's easy to blame other people. It's easy to say, but yeah, what about? What about them? What about how they're reacting? What about how they are behaving? What about them? What about them? Easy. Oh, it's easy to look at other people and say, you know, I would be better, but you're kind of a jackass yourself. That's easy. What bridges the gap, all of us, is something quite a bit different. It's remembering. Remembering. Remembering this kind of very, very, very simple fact. That rage won't solve anything. That blaming others or hurting others or pointing the fingers at others does something quite the opposite from what you really want. What you really want is breakthrough. What you really want is change. What you really want is a sense of forward progress and maybe even the opportunity for success and breakthrough. And that happens when you're kind. Kind to yourself. Kind to those around you. And when you teach those who are endeavoring to be successful that empathy isn't just an asset, it's the greatest weapon each of us has in achieving epic goals. I can't wait to share with you what's going to go down at Awesome Palooza. I will bring you some updates. I'll bring you some feedback. I can't wait to share with you uh, this event. And I hope that next year you're one of those awesome people who's joining us. See you soon here on the next episode of the Edgy Conversations podcast.